0: Folks, welcome into a brand new episode of Degenerate Danger Zone. It is Tuesday, August 25th, and the playoffs are rolling on. Baseball is continuing and it's absolutely amazing. We're not in the dog days of summer right now. We're at the peak of everything. I am your host, Ty B. Today, I'll be joined by Meerkat, but first, as always, a shout out to our sponsor, Paza Electric. Give them a shout, 716-698-2711. They're a residential and commercial electrical company that can help with just about any project, whether it's new house wiring, fuses to circuit breaker upgrades, or maybe you just need some sort of a service call, give them a shout, let them know Trainwreck Sports sent you, and they'll give you a little hookup. Again, Paz Electric, 716-698-2711. All right, we got to get it started on sort of a sad note for most of us as, you know, I have a future, Producer Burrs has a future, Al has a future on them, the Avs were all of our plays yesterday, you were on the ABS. They get that early goal first, and second period was not so good for them.
1: No, they completely fell apart. Um, I was all over them yesterday. I thought they were going to come out and dominate. I took the puck line. I took the money line and a little parlay. And, you know, the goaltending just wasn't there. Um, The Stars' big guys, the big names, Ben, Radalov, Sagan, they were all scoring. You hate to see it. I thought the Avs were going to come in and just dominate this series, but Dallas makes that statement win in the first game, so I have no idea what's going to happen now.
0: Yeah, obviously the injuries are sort of a big factor for the avalanche. When you lose Philip Grubauer, uh, Eric Johnson went down with injuries, sort of Matt Calvert. you got to battle through a lot in the playoffs to get to the Stanley Cup. That's why it's one of the hardest trophies in all of sports to win because you have so much to deal with. It's such a long process and such a physical game when you get to the playoffs, blocking shots and The body checks are so much more. It it takes a toll, but let's hope the Avalanche can bounce back there in game three and turn this series around. But first, we're going to get into the MLB today. Action starting at 4 o'clock with the Angels versus the Asterix, and you got action all the way through the night, all the way until 945 when the Dodgers take on the San Francisco Giants. What are you liking out there today, Meerkat?
1: And, you know, the Buffalo Blue Jays are playing at Salem Field today in Buffalo against the Boston Red Sox, who they're regretting trading Mookie bets right now. Um, on the hill for the Blue Jays, riding a 7-2 and two win streak, uh, Chase Anderson. Um, he's been really solid in the appearances he's made so far, but I don't think he's made it past three and a half innings yet this season. Uh, hasn't, you know, eclipsed the four-inning mark. I don't really... Think that changes today? They keep no, on. No, I I
0: count. think it will. He's been on that pitch count, but he struggled a little early on. He's gotten his numbers up a little too high. I think they're going to ramp up his count a little bit. He came in with a slight injury this season, um, yeah. coming in from their summer training, if you will. So I think you know they're slowly going to ramp him up and get him ready to go more innings here. That's why I love the Blue Jays in this play. He's a guy who's. Got a career record over 500. He's only had one season, actually, where he finished under 500 wins and losses with a 279 ERA. He's still pitching very well. He's gotten himself out of big spots to save him save himself there and I think he's going to go longer here with a Boston Red Sox team that isn't doing very well at the dish right now I think if you look at it uh the Blue Jays have have the scarier roster right now and even without Boba Shrett in the lineup it's 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 a great time to be a Jays fan I absolutely love it I'm hammering them I think you look at what the Red Sox are throwing out there you're going with reliever Kyle Hart as the opener he's got a an 11.12 ERA in 5.2 innings thus far. He is yep. struggling. That's why you see so much juice on the over .5 in the first inning. It's minus 180. I think you know the over three and a half first three innings might be a good play there at minus 136 as well. I think these teams are going to be mashing the ball in Buffalo again. I think Teoscar Hernandez is absolutely on fire. Saw Randall Grichuk get back to it yesterday too. If they're going to be firing on all cylinders like that and hitting the ball the way they have in Buffalo they're going to have no problem taking care of the Red Sox and they should be able to put up a lot of runs early
1: yeah I think Teoscar loves playing in Buffalo that's for sure uh they're mashing the ball whole lineup looks great and I hope Chase Anderson you know they up his pitch count get him to Say five innings would be great if he can get there, um, but yeah, ease him back in. I'm playing the first five money line heavy on that little juice there at 140. But I think Kyle Hart gets shaken early. Mm-hmm. I think the Blue Jays start matching, uh, take a nice first five lead. Um, across the board, I'm haven't been looking at too much. I like the Padres money line to possibly parlay with the Blue Jays because they're sitting at a minus 200. I'm not going to play that by itself, but, uh, you know, that paddock on the mound, he's a little streaky, kind of a head case guy, but he's coming off a good outing. Um, he's got good control of the ball, gets his strikeouts, doesn't allow a lot of home runs. I think he's going to come in confident after his last showing, uh, Gonzalez on the mound, for the Mariners. The Mariners have been hot. Gonzalez is technically their ace, but he's not really an ace. He's an average pitcher. He's a guy that this Padres lineup can just dominate. I think they're so fun. The whole lineup, including Tatis has just been electric. They are on a streak right now. They're dominating teams and they don't, they don't lose more than a game in a series at home.
0: Seriously. You have Will Myers, um, Eric Hosmer, just so many talented guys that they've amassed there over the past two seasons. A lot of people came in sleeping on them. I told my buddies, the Padres are going to be a team you're going to want to bet this year. Thankfully, they've won a little bit of money on them. But I'm looking at this Indians-Twins matchup here. You have Shane Bieber on the mound, absolutely lighting things up this year. Um, just a 1.11 ERA, and he's 5-0 and in six starts so far, going up against Dick Mountain, Rich Hill. Um, Something interesting here in this matchup. I'm not going to go anywhere near the full game lines or anything because Bieber has struggled, I guess, if you will, against the Tigers with the 3-5 ERA. That's struggling for him in his young career, but it's not necessarily struggling for most pitchers. That's a pretty average pedestrian number there, even better than league average. Um, but Rich Hill has also struggled against Cleveland. He's only had one career start. Most of those appearances were as a reliever. I think, you know, he sort of found his game since those past starts i don't think that's going to come into play so what i'm looking at here is the under 0.5 in the first inning sitting right around minus 120 125 or so i think that's a very good play i think Bieber is going to obviously shut down the twins early and those indians bats haven't gotten off to great starts this season i don't think they're going to do it against rich hill who had an amazing season last year he's still got a ton of stuff i think he'll be able to you know mix it up in the first inning to keep the Indians off the scoreboard.
1: Yeah, I like that play a lot. Richel's uh solid out there. He has good control. Um, it's a good play. Bieber, just a world beater. He's been dominant this year. I don't see him even allowing a run today. So I like that play a lot.
0: Yeah, even uh, the Twins obviously have a pretty stacked lineup, but when you look at what Bieber's done against <sighs> – all these different teams he's just absolutely making batters look baffled there and he's he is he just mixing his so well yeah. yeah like i don't know it's it's phenomenal to watch he's one of the guys that you take some time out of your day if you don't have another game to watch to to watch instead of even some playoff hockey because he's that good
1: but he's such a Great combo of arm talent and just you know being all mentally there. He's being only and he's only twenty
0: five years old, which is incredible. very young for a pitcher. He should have a great career ahead of him. But let's move on to the NBA. Your Denver Nuggets in a sticky situation against the Jazz, plus two and a half today, and then you got the Mavericks off a big upset win over the Clippers. Clippers are minus seven and a half in this one. The line I think just shifted already. Shifted a lot actually the money line was 285 like 15 minutes ago to 315 now at the creek um I'm not going to have any single plays in this, but I'm going to take Clippers' money line. I think with Vegas' money line in the NHL, get around a minus 110 value or so. I think that's a smart play there. I don't think the Clippers are going to drop another one. Playoff P has been absolutely invisible. He said if he makes a couple more shots, things are different. I think he makes a couple more shots today, and things will be different.
1: Yeah, I like that play. I think the Clippers do win today. Uh, Lines are moving heavy about – 15 minutes ago, I had the Mavericks plus seven on my site. Now they're up to plus eight, minus 110. I'm going to wait to see how these lines move a bit. If the Mavericks get another half a point point here, I might take the Mavericks plus eight and a half, plus nine. I don't think they win, but Luka thrives on this big stage, and playoff P has been a bit of a head case. I think he does bounce back. He's too talented not to, but that whole team has the spotlight on them, the L.A. spotlight, the world spotlight. And there's a lot of head cases on that team, you know, the personalities on that team vary and the pressure could get to them here. I think they do win, but it's going to be a close one. And then in the other game, I don't even want to get started on my nuggets. If I didn't bet nuggets, money lines, this whole series, I'd be up a billion from just the props to the over-unders. Um I'm not going to touch this because I think the Jazz are going to close it out today. Our defense is just so bad. Losing Gary Harris, who got upgraded, questionable for today. He won't play.
0: I'm um, I'm worried about the usage on that team, too. You see Michael Porter get big minutes early on in the series, and then he kind of goes to nowhere. Bull Bull should probably be out there a little bit more from what he's producing in his short time. And I don't really know what they're doing right now. I think they're a team who – maybe lost its identity almost um they're not doing the things they do so well right now and they just sort of look to be chasing at all times right now and and right in a big series like this against the jazz who Donovan Mitchell is still young but he has a lot of experience in the playoffs already and you've seen him closing out games on his own I, i'd be very worried right now for the nuggets this year but i think they have such a bright future with some of those picks they've taken lots of chances And some of them aren't going to pan out immediately. But I think in the future, it's going to pan out.
1: Yeah, that team is so young. They have guys like Murray and Jokic locked in. Porter Jr., still incredibly young on a rookie deal. But he's been such a liability on defense, that's why he's losing minutes. He just can't stop. Anything out there. Um, and yeah, losing Gary Harris and Barden coming into the bubble is awful. Those are two starters. Barden's your third leading scorer, perimeter scoring, which we've been lacking. And Gary Harris might be a top five perimeter defender in the league. He'd be out there on Donovan Mitchell. He'd be causing some chaos for him so today the only play I have locked in right now is the over 221 at minus 110 the over has hit in every game in the series way over this 221 except for game two when Denver only scored 87 points they are out of rhythm they were rattled that's not going to happen again I don't think Denver wins but both of these teams score 100 and it seems the Jazz has been scoring you know 130 every single game and I really like that over 221 because Denver's going to be playing for their life and the Jazz are going to have no problem scoring against the Denver defense.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately for you.
1: <laughs> yeah. But
0: we'll move on over to the NHL bubble. You got Boston, Tampa Bay for game two. Boston took the first game of that series and then Vancouver, Vegas, Vegas is obviously up one, nothing there. I think, yeah, besides that Vegas and the parlay, I'm going to lean Boston today, unless Steven Stamkos plays, I'm gonna wait a couple hours till I lock that in. Obviously, it's a seven o'clock start, so we got a little bit of time. If Stamkos doesn't play, I like the Bruins because it's basically a pick 'em right now. Um, Bruins, very, very slight favorites at minus one twelve. So I think if you just look at these teams as they're constructed right now without Stamkos out there, even with Halak and Net, because he's been playing so well, he's a guy who has a lot of NHL experience too. So I think that's a great play there, Boston, if it's a coin toss.
1: Yeah, I like that. Um, I'm going to avoid that game just because, you know, it is a pick 'em, and I seem to pick the wrong side a lot in NHL. <laughs> the only play I was looking at so far uh, was Vegas, Golden Knights. I like their puck line. Money line's got some juice at minus 210, might be a good parlay fodder. But uh, the puck line at plus 115, minus one 1.5, I mean, they dominated the first game. The Canucks are coming off a great series, you know, scoring well. One of the best scoring teams in the playoffs right now, Mm. and Vegas just shut them down. I mean, I think that might have broke Vancouver a bit. They have a chance to prove something here. Will they? I don't think so. I think they crumble. I think there's a chance the Knights sweep this series after that first game because a statement like that really does mean something in the NHL playoffs. And they're just such a good team. I got that broken future on them, so I hope they win (laughs) and they're just gonna come out there tonight and I think they put up, you know, three, four goals, but their defense stays strong, which it has been. Goaltending there. Vegas wins by two or three.
0: Yeah, I I like that a lot. I just you look at Vancouver coming in, they've been playing such a great systematic hockey, but that system was absolutely broken against against Vegas. Vegas took it right to them and shoved it right down their throats pretty much. And if they're going to do that again in game two, that's going to be an absolute you know, heartbreaker for anyone on Vancouver who's expecting to be able to hang in this series and to cause some sort of upsets. You're going to have to literally play balls to the walls every minute or else Vegas is going to get on you and they're going to score. Jonathan Marshall so is looking great right now. And Robin Lehner and that has been phenomenal. You had a little bit of drama there with Flurry as agent, but I think Flurry, the type of guy he is, he's a team first guy. He wants to win. He doesn't really care. He's there. He's had this before where Matt Murray took over his job, and he was extremely supportive in that role. You know, when you're an older hockey player, your job is also to help bring these younger guys along and to lend them that confidence and that mindset that you need to be a winner. And it seems like he's going to continue. to do that for this Vegas team, so i really like them to keep it going
1: today. Yeah, as much as I hate to admit it, I'm happy for Robin Laner, and he's killing it. I'm glad, you know, he's there mentally and physically now, mm-hmm. and I, I, he's, I want to see him succeed.
0: Seriously. He's got all the talent in the world to see him able to put it together. It doesn't matter where it is. He had, he's, you know, was had a phenomenal season for the Islanders. Didn't get that contract from him. Goes to Chicago, plays very well for them, gets traded again. And, you know, he just wants to find a home. He seems like he's, you know, mentally all there and he's physically playing at the top of his game. Let's hope it keeps rolling for our bank accounts tonight. Let's go Vegas. But, I think that's pretty much going to wrap it up for us, Meerkat. As always, give a call to our sponsor, Paz Electric, for any electrical needs, 716-698-2711. We're going to be broadcasting more Buffalo Blue Jays action tonight. Follow at Spurts on Twitter. No O in the sports because we don't have enough room for it, unfortunately. But we'll have tons of coverage. We had a special guest up there tonight as they take on the Red Sox, a huge Red Sox fan from his childhood. And if you pay attention on Twitter right now, there's a couple other mystery, you know, guessing, guessing games, whatever, to figure out who it is. It's going to be absolutely electric tonight. One of my favorite guys in all of sports around here in Buffalo. So it's going to be fun. But for Meerkat and Ty B, as Producer Burrs always says, stay happy, stay healthy, stay thirsty. Good night now.